Welcome to the Daytime Confidential Podcast, brought to you by DaytimeConfidential.com. On today's show, we discuss the 2012 Daytime Emmy Awards, the winners, the losers, the telecast, and oh so much more. We hope you enjoy, so stay tuned. Hi. Jillian, welcome. <laughs> and Mel, how are you? I'm good. Well, the 2012 uh, Daytime Emmy Awards, or the 39th Annual Daytime Emmy Awards, aired on HLN on Saturday night. Mel, you live blogged it. What were your What was your overall impression of the awards real quick? Um, I think it hasn't been better than it was the past two years, absolutely. But was it great? No. It's in between for me. It was 50-50, but I'm happy that we had a place to watch the awards and people got honored. So there. I was very excited to see it replayed like all the award shows on MTV do immediately afterward. It went straight into it. Jamie, what are your overall impressions before we dive into the details? Well, uh, overall for me, this is the first time that I've actually watched the awards at home since 2007, I guess, now going on. Because, you know, I've, I've been there for the last three or four. So, um, so you know, last year and, and, and in previous years when, you know, a lot of the fans and you guys who, uh, who watched at home would be furious, I would be a little more, I guess, complimentary because I didn't see a lot of the the Vegas shenanigans and things like that. And I guess I was of the mindset of, well, whatever they have to do to get it on the air. But basically I was in the press room and I didn't go this year because I've been having some family medical issues. Uh, So I decided, you know, I'm just tired of traveling. So I'm just going to stay home and watch. So from that perspective, watching it, I thought they did an overall a good job. I thought it was a good show. I thought HLN did an amazing job of of promoting the hell out of daytime television, talk shows, soap operas, you name it. Uh, They had a dedicated website. They really did a lot in a short amount of time to promote it. Um, Wasn't happy with some of the things, but we'll dive into that as we go along. Jillian? Compared to, you know, CBS and the CW's versions of the daytime Emmys, oh, this was five stars across the board. Compared to the short time span that HLN had, this was great. I mean, they promoted the daylights out of it. They, you know, they integrated not only the daytime shows perfectly, but the talk shows too. People, you know, some people showed up that never show up. Eric Braden, how you doing? So, you know, I I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, I was so glad it was not, you know, a Vegas reject. This shows what you can, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, this is what they promoted, that they did in the short amount of time. Can you imagine if they had, if they had a bigger notice than, you know, like they did last year and the years before? I think, you know, it is what it is. For what they had in the time constraints, this was good. Reagan? I agree with everybody here. Um, I think HLN did a great job. They promoted it. They put their best foot forward with the production of it. Um, I like how they led right away with an acting category. I probably would have rather seen like the Oscars do with the, like maybe the supporting 
category rather than the lead. But uh, I think they really did a, a good job. There were definitely some misses, but I think there's misses even with the best produced Oscar telecast that we've ever seen. So um, I, I, I don't, I'm not mad. I think considering that there was a real chance we weren't going to see it on TV at all, um, I think they did a, a really good job. I, I preferred this much more than the two-hour-long commercial for Vegas that we've had in the past couple years. So, Well, and you mentioned the order of the um, acting awards being announced. Let's dive into those. Uh, Tony Geary took home Best Actor. Going around the circle real quick, Jamie, what'd you think? Uh I, I think it was money in the bank. He deserved it. Uh, I do not feel at all that this was a situation of, you know, the usual suspects winning. Yes, he is a usual suspect, but in the case of Tony Geary, he's a usual suspect who damn near deserves it every time he gets it. Um, I've had moments where I've been like, oh, this wasn't his year really, but not this time. There was no denying from his real uh with that meaty material and what he did with the material. Cause it's not always just about the material. It's what you do with it. And I think Tony Geary proved that he was like, look here, I'm still up in this piece and I still got this on lock. I'm still the dude that saved this genre in the eighties and I'm still here. And don't never forget that. Jillian. Oh, Tony. I was so glad that he won that bad boy you know my money was on tony geary i thought his reels we saw the reel his reel was fantastic oh and his speech let me tell you tony geary if he is in the same state as me at the same we're in the same city i'm gonna buy that man a drink because he ho checked the entire daylights out of abc Watch your back, TG. And Brian Franz, when he was like, yeah, they wanted to cut us for, what did he say? What was Celebrity his, what was boob job gone, gone wrong. wrong. I was <laughs> like, bam. I was, oh, I screamed. I was like, he went there. Tony opened ABC and Brian Franz up like a book and read their asses cover to cover. I loved it. So I was so glad that he won. Reagan? Oh, it was a definite slam dunk for him and, and a well-deserved one. And that speech was by far the best one of the night. Yes. And what a way to to start it off. So kudos to Tony, Tony Gary. Mel? Um, I agree with every, with what everyone has said. Uh, Tony Gary completely deserved this award. His reel was phenomenal. And his acceptance speech made my entire life better. Celebrity boob jobs gone wrong. Come on. How, how can you not love that? He just, he lifted the shade up on ABC and, and put it all it the way down. Shut it down. That's, that, that's so good. It's almost too bad we can't use it for a podcast title. <laughs> Jillian, um, Heather Tom is the first actress to win Younger Actress, Supporting Actress, and Lead Actress when she took home the award for Lead Actress last night. What are your thoughts? I thought, you know, she was the dark horse that I predicted. So giddy up, bitches. I thought it was great. I mean, her scenes weren't too, it wasn't over dramatic. It wasn't over the top. It was just the right elements in there. And, you know, she also had the backing of how many shows? She had damn. Exactly. Yeah, she had the backing except for GH and Days. She had every other show on lock. So kudos to her. And she deserved it. So kudos to her. It's about time she puts herself in lead actress. Reagan, as a, an, a newer 
BNB viewer, what are your thoughts? You know, I had to go back and watch this reel to, because um, I didn't get to see this one air. It was prior to me watching Bold and Beautiful. I was impressed by it, so I was not shocked when her name was called. I like that she kind of made her own little daytime Emmy history with the win. I was a little surprised that Laura Wright didn't repeat. That was my pick. But um, I don't hate, I didn't hate the win. I, you know, I, I'm a fan of Heather's. I've liked her from her One Life to Live days. So I was not upset. And yeah, I think the backing of a few soaps behind her gave her that slight edge over everybody else. So, Girl, you ain't seen Heather mm-hmm. do her real dirt. You just coming in seeing Heather. Yeah. Now she needs to go back and win it on Young and the Restless for Victoria and get it for two roles. Mel, what did you think? This was the first, like, big upset of the night because a lot of people had picked Slayzak, including myself, because she's amazing. But I was really happy to see Heather Tom get it. Um, I think I said it on the live blog, like, I've been watching her since I was a child, which is true. I have on the Young and the Restless, which I wish she would go back. But she was always, she's amazing. And her real... I, I can't, I don't even have words. It was so good. So I was happy to see her get it. I don't have a problem with it. Jamie? Um, I think Heather Tom is one of the best actresses in daytime, bar none. Uh, she's an amazing actress. She had an amazing reel. Um, I think this, I mean, I, it, it's kind of a repeat of what I, I said on the preview podcast, you know. I, she's not a lead on this show. I'm happy she won. I'm happy she won because, you know, it is about the reels. But I really just, it irks me that these categories are so badonkadonk. I mean, she's not that show's lead actress anymore. This, to me, tells us that was she... Was she ever? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, when she, she was. Yeah, when she first came on, they had her in in Heavy Story. But she's, you know, she hasn't been, she certainly wasn't last year. And, you know, and she certainly isn't this year. I mean, the lead actresses on that show are are Kimberly Matula and Jacqueline McKinnis Wood. And, <laughs> and I don't feel that it should be that way. Susan I mean, Flannery. And... Susan Flannery is a guest star at this point. I, mean, I know. Yeah. She, I'm being so she's a very special guest. I mean, and that's I hope that what this does, and this is the thing with, with her and Nancy Lee, who we'll talk about later, I feel like I hope that these wins will maybe inspire some writing for these women because I do think they should be front and center, but they weren't in, in in the years past. They haven't been, you know, and that being said, I was hoping for Slazak who did sort of come back to the, yeah. because in, in years past Slazak hadn't, you know, they, she had kind of been reduced to not being a, a lead, but I felt like, for One Life's last season, she was once again a lead. And I was hoping, because I knew how this would go. I knew that the kudos that was afforded would be to Susan Lucci and Erica Kane and Erica Kane and I am Erica Kane and Erica Kane and everybody's Erica, Erica Kane. Erica. You know, and I'm surprised they didn't have some sort of pitch for Devious Maids in that. I like, knew, we'll get to that in a bit. I knew that One Life would get like, oh, and One Life to Live. Hey, how y'all doing? So I was hoping against hope. The that- fact they put Erica Slazak in the same room with Cameron Matheson in terms of that was just appalling. No, it was not. Cameron Matheson Matheson is one. Luke, I don't know. Y'all got all this hatred for Cameron. Let me tell you, that dude don't even, he could be like some of these other crossover soap stars. I'm not trying to throw shade, but Allison Sweeney, when she gets interviewed for, 
you know, these celeb magazines and doesn't even mention Days of Our Lives. I mean, she does promote Days a lot on Twitter and things like that. But if you look at Allison Sweeney's story in an Us Weekly or something, it barely ever even mentions Days of it Our Lives. It doesn't anymore. My, my point was that in terms of when you think of iconic... It is what I'm saying. Let me finish what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the past and history and iconic and this and that and these buzzwords that we throw around. Today, in the modern day, Cameron Matheson is one of the most recognizable faces from daytime. He is hosting the Dallas After Show on TNT. That's currently the hottest show of the summer. He is morning America. Morning America. He is at the point where he could say, I don't even have to mention soaps anymore. I can just focus on what I'm doing now, but he still has love for the genre as an, as an ambassador. Did they shove him down our faces, our throats on all my children? Yes, but I'm like, you know. No, that, that, that's not what I'm saying. My point was, in a tribute to One Life to Live and All My Children, that involved, that was mostly about Erica Cade, and then Erica Slazak got in a, a few words to throw Cameron Matheson in there, why couldn't it have just been those two? That's my point about because that specific thing. He's Cam- the younger. It is rating still counts, and Madison Avenue still counts. And they need someone who is going to be younger for the new guard to bring in the the actual demos that at Madison Avenue cares about. We all care about the older people, and and our fans all do. But Madison Avenue and HLN is going to need for this show to do good among 18 to 34-year-olds. So if putting Cameron Matheson's sexy butt up there with the two senior states women is what it took to do that, <laughs> so be it. Well, another uh, young man took home uh, an Emmy in the supporting category. Reagan, Jonathan Jackson took home the award. Was anybody surprised? <laughs> I don't think he was surprised the way he ran up there to get it. <laughs> We're not surprised. The <laughs> monks that he threw a shout out to. Him. <laughs> I want to thank the monks. Yeah, exactly. And talk about that speech. Uh, did he forget to thank anybody in the cosmic universe? Because I don't think he did. <laughs> the Holy Ghost, Mary Magdalene, John the, the Baptist, 12 disciples. <laughs> Ruth Esther. <laughs> I'm like, you know, a- oh, <laughs> I was like, well, what the hell I'm on drunk. Look, I'm like, I thought he was going to have church. I thought, jo- I thought Jonathan was going to be like, y'all don't want to pray with me. I mean, in a day and age where people are thinking our troops are keeping us safe, he's thanking monks for praying for us. <laughs> Next year, when he he won't win next year because he's not on the show. But I want him to come back just so he can win one more time because I just want him to get up there and just sing uh, C.C. Wyden's Alabaster Box. Just get up there and be like, (laughs) The room grew still as she made a way to Jesus because he be having church at the... It's like... (laughs) Well, maybe next year he can give Jason Thompson some uh, tips for his speech when he wins. Mel, what did you think? Come on now. Who else was going to win this one? <laughs> Jonathan Jackson had this one in the bag. As soon as we saw those scenes on General Hospital, what did we say? Emmy, come on. We knew it. Okay. Yeah. Jamie? Yeah. Uh, I love JJ. I think he is so adorable. And, you know, and I am a Christian. I want to say it because I know people be like, oh, my God. But I make, you know, I make fun of everything. I make fun of my family. I make fun of everything. So it is not, I am not mocking, but yeah. You are non-discriminatory. When he said them, and, you know, Matt Webb Medovich from TV Line, I have to say thank you, Matt. 
because I had it, the monks on, in Athens. Here, I thought he talked about some monks on Mount Olympus or something. And he and Matt Webinovich goes, dude, it's Athos. And I was like, oh, tell me something. I didn't know what a monk was. I'm like, is it monk on USA Network? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just get a bit part? And he's thanking them. <laughs> that he deserved it. One thing I'm curious about, and I don't know how he's reconciled this in his own personal walk with Jesus and his, his career, but he's being billed as the sexy bad boy for this Nashville that is coming out next year on ABC primetime. I am really, cause you know, we can count the lucky Spencer love scenes that we've seen with him mm-hmm. on General hospital. I'm just wondering how the father, the son and the Holy ghost are going to help him deal with having to simulate boning Hayden Panettiere. I hope that that, you know, that contract pay on a primetime show will make him say, Father, forgive me. I'm pretty sure that Jonathan spoke to his pastor, his advisors, their monks. <laughs> you know, I got to do what I got to do to put food on the table, so I think Jonathan will put that, you know. Well, that's... Jillian, your thoughts? Well, I was glad that's my boy! I was so glad that my boy won. You know, I was itching to see him versus Billy Miller again, but I'm like, you know, that beat down he put on Killer Miller last year, I'm like, don't do it again now, that would have been a hurt, and that wouldn't have been a fair fight. I mean, Billy, you know, Billy had some good scenes, but yeah, that was JJ's in the bag. Well, I was extremely happy to be wrong for this next category. You were wrong about the the lead, too. Mm-hmm. And I was extremely happy to be wrong about that one, too. Yeah. You were right uh, about Heather Tom, though, wasn't you, Luke? Didn't you say Heather I was right about Heather yeah. Tom. Um, Nancy Lee Gron won Supporting Actress for yeah. General Hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, she wasn't there to accept it. You know what? She could have, I'm sure if she had been there, she would have given Tony Geary a run for her, oh, his monthly acceptance speech. I was like, when I heard her name, it's like, oh, this is going to be good. And then it was like, crap, she's not I'm there. I'm mad at Nancy. I'm mad at you, Nancy Lee, because I wanted you to go up there and show your ass off like you do on Twitter up there. I wanted Nancy to <laughs> up on there I was mad because you know when the when the name was announced and she was tweeting you know I was like oh my god I was waiting for you know I had a Luke moment I was waiting for her too I'm like no she ain't there so I tweeted I'm like you won Heffa and like everybody started tweeting her she was like how she tweeted out Lisa Lo Cicero was like you you bleeping asshole you won and you know <laughs> and nobody took the cake more than Michelle Stafford because Michelle Stafford oh my oh, god <laughs> She ain't the staffer for she ain't the staffer for nothing. Y'all just mm-hmm. go on Nancy Lee's timeline and look that up. Let's talk about the younger actor categories. This is probably my favorite win of the evening. Chandler Massey won for Days of Our Lives. Uh, let's see, Jamie. Oh, that was just so wonderful. He's such a precious little thing, and I'm just so proud of him. He's so sweet. You know, I interviewed him early in his little day's career, and he was just a a gem then. He still is now. You know, he hadn't let any of this popularity that he's gotten as during this coming out story change him at all. He's I, that kid will be. You know, I'm just calling it. This is my fearless prediction. I this is not anything I've heard, so I don't want anybody panicking. But I would assume he's not long for days of our lives. Oh yeah. 
that kid is going to take Hollywood by storm. I can already see him being the love interest for Carrie Bradshaw on the new Carrie Diaries or, you know, being the next little, or heck, being the blonde Taylor Lautner. You know, he's got a big career ahead of him. He will be like Ryan Philippe. You know, in 15 years, he'll be talking about having mm-hmm. played the gay teen on soaps, but he will be doing big things. I- I'm so proud of him. That category was stacked with talent. Um, <laughs> well, well, three people. <laughs> three <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I... I did not. He's not the one I predicted. I predicted it would be Eddie Alderson. Um, But, you know, and and I I was I was I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for Eddie. But, you know, I'm certainly not sad to see Chandler get it um, because he did a a strong, powerful story. Um, I just, you know, I feel like this next year he'll he'll definitely he should definitely two Pete. Let's put it. Oh, oh, yeah. Because there's not going to be any competition in that guard what i loved about it is when he, he he was going up and everything they cut to um deidre hall sta- <laughs> standing at her table and applauding him and it was like after the amazing stuff that those two have shared and i mean it was fantastic jillian what'd you think oh i was so happy that he won because it was between he or you know my little eddie alderson because they were the powerhouses in that right there you know i was so happy that Chandler won. He's such a humble little guy. And I also think that he is going to, you know, tell Days, I love you, but I got to spread my wings. And I wouldn't be mad at that because this guy's he's a rarity in this genre, especially in this genre and in Hollywood. He's very humble and he's such a nice little guy. I'm just so glad. If Eddie had to lose that award, I'm glad it was against him because I still said we need to check Nathan Parsons' papers. I still don't believe that you old enough. Where was his accent? Am I the only one that yeah, noticed I that his accent that. disappeared? Yeah, well, maybe that. he had to get rid of it for Bunhead. No. Uh, it, it, well, it is almost gone. I'm like, he needs to talk, tell Tam and Sursuck how to do that because <laughs> Baby Girl still breaks into that on Australian every once in a while on Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> She was raised down there. He was born in Australia, but raised where? In Colorado and where? The Lone Star State. So, Oh, he was? Okay. Yeah. Reagan, what are your thoughts? You know, I was not mad when Chandler won. I will agree with Jamie. I was totally pulling for Eddie. I love Eddie. I was... I wanted One Life to Live to snatch up an acting award. I thought Eddie was one of their, you know, besides Erica, I thought he was their best shot at it. Well, he was their only other shot at it, I guess, right? Uh, who? Yeah. 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 Or, oh, well, Robert S. Woods. Too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then directing, they, you know, they didn't get directed. But in terms of acting. acting. But I just, I, you know, so I was a little, you know, I had this little bittersweet moment that it wasn't Eddie, but I really do think Chandler is amazing. And like, you know, Jamie and Jillian both said he is not long for daytime. He is going to definitely spread his wings and fly. So it looks I like was Deidre not mad. Deidre Hall looked like she will took, become she's... a butterfly. Stop. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Deidre Mel? Hall is taking him under his wings. 
know she probably gonna whisper to him and say, hmm, it's time for you to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't need a mew to him. She gonna you know? be pitching an Our House reboot with him in the, oh, in the oh, Chad oh. Allen role. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, um, what were your thoughts? I was I was pretty gutted that Eddie did win it because I really wanted him to get it. But if somebody else had to win, I'm glad it was Chandler. Well, Jillian, Crystal Khalil took home the award for outstanding supporting younger or outstanding younger actress. Thoughts? I predicted that old girl was going to take that. I mean, her reel was strong. Her reel was tough. So I'm not mad at that at all. She's a good, you know, she's come a long way. She's a good little actress. You know, I saw people throwing shade on there saying, mm-hmm. what did Victoria say? I'm like, y'all need to quit now. Vicky ain't been on that show since King Hatchet was a hammer. Y'all quit it now. Let that Ugh. girl bask in there. Ooh, what you mean? Ugh. What'd she do? What happened? Uh, I'm just, what? no, I'm just sick and tired of her being in that category. <laughs> Oh, tired of her. She's, she's young. It's like Brighton McClure. I'm so yeah. tired of it. I'm so tired. I was like, please, this is her last year. Good. So Goodbye. Good. See you. Is it her last year? I, don't I think it has good. to be her last year. She cannot be in this category anymore. Who y'all talking about? Krista Kalia. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I think well, she she's going to be 85 fun. years old and outstanding younger actress. Before, so what's the cutoff yeah. date? I think we're the it's same 25. age. And 25 is the same. 25. So she can be in it. So so she can be in it last uh, year. Well, I mean, so she's sick and tired of seeing this girl in this category. Well, I think look, on the Emmys, they said she'd been on Reiner since she was 14. So Yeah, so, you know, and she's I, always... Part of it is, is I feel like her. she plays such an older character. She always have like, grown storylines. Like, I mean, she had no teen storyline. They married her off at, you know, look, she got V16. She got yeah. V at 14. Then they gave her a, a three white husbands by the time she was 18. <laughs> so. And was it in Sarah Babel's thing that she said something about Lily being a doormat? Oh, we I all know that's the truth. So, I mean, exactly. Mel, what were your thoughts? Um, Like Jillian, I predicted Crystal to win. Uh, for me, she had the best reel out of them. I'm not surprised. So, um, go Crystal. Jamie? I think Crystal is a, a good little actress. I'm not upset to see her win. I wanted Shelly Hennig because I felt that scene was epic. That was classic days. It was, which probably meant that's why she didn't get it. You know, when you're found out for doing something, you didn't have no business. I thought that was just, I thought her coming undone on Mark Hapka was just fierce. I'm a big Shelly Hennig fan. I really liked what she did uh, on The Secret Circle, which, of course, that has nothing to do with the daytime. (laughs) You know, so I was pulling for her because, you know. But, uh, you know, I did Crystal Khalil, she she is kind of like, in a lot of ways, I've mellowed about my approach to Lily the same way that I have about Sam McCall in, for GH in recent years. It's like I don't have the same, you know, vitriol that I had when I first started DC, you know, because in the interim of getting characters and actresses like, Yvonne Zimmer as Daisy and the woman in white, you know, and people like that, you start to go, you know, it's a good day when I see Sam McCall or Lily on my screen because it could be Daisy or the woman in white or, you know, (laughs) something like that. So, you know, it's like you you kind of start going, pick and choose your battles. You know, Lily Lily is far from being Wyatt R's top problem so you know I'm, I'm cool with her with it and 
congratulate her. Well, when Days of Our Lives won the um, outstanding writing. <laughs> Everybody bat out! That was the thing that immediately jumped to mind. And for the rest of the evening, any time But they the did not win for that. I have to clarify. No, no, I know they did. I know they did. did. Well, I'm just saying, though, yes, from my perspective, did. for any award that happened, I imagine Jamie at home going, Everybody get down! <laughs> I said, <laughs> Somebody on the... Twitter tweeted me like, well, what do you think now? Everybody get down what? No, it didn't. Everybody get down was what they submitted for best drama. For writing, it was Maggie finding out about Daniel being her. Was it also Sammy and EJ's no, brief sex? No, no, no. no, no. It was, okay, because I thought I saw someone saying no, it was like, it was, and I was like, I don't that's think that why was an informed no. pundit is a good pundit. No, well, no, but I was just thinking to myself, it's like, when I read that, it's like, I don't think that was the case. And it was like. It ain't time about what you were thinking. I'm going to tell you what it was. <laughs> they, it was Jack and Jennifer at having that. Yeah. PTSD uh, episode at at the cabin, and it was Ma- Aunt Maggie finding out that that boy, or you know, dealing with that boy being her egg baby. It was not everybody get down. Everybody get down, and the grief sex was their best drama submission. I told Jillian, had that one for best drama, I was catching the red eye. <laughs> <laughs> Senor, and when he opened that door, I was gonna snatch that Emmy away from him and take off running down the hallway because I was gonna act a fool had they won best drama for what they submitted. But no, they won. They won best writing. It was a huge upset. I, you know, as people love to say that I don't have any love for all my children, which that's not the case. I just had more love for one life to live. I'm not gonna lie. So what? Who cares? It's the truth. I did love it more at the end, but. All my children was robbed for yeah. this. That final episode should have won. It's like, give me a break. This I was mean, their, This was the what the fuck moment. You know, the past couple of years we've had that. This was it. Proud of days because they hadn't won since the seventies. But you cannot tell me that all my children's stellar last episode was not better than days discussing. Maggie talking about somebody stealing her eggs to make a baby, like in an easy bake oven. I mean, it just to me that storyline reeks of everything that is wrong with daytime. I mean, you know, but my husband stole my eggs to make a baby with somebody else. It's just like, well, you know, I don't know. And she, you know, of course, at that point, she didn't know that it was her husband, but we knew as the audience. And it's, I don't know, that just the Jack. Oh, PTSD stuff was really good, though. But what I will say about this win, though, and I said this on Twitter, you know, it really does have to make Ken Corday go, damn. You know, they, they got me my first writing in me for the, I got this show its first writing in me in decades, and I done fired them. <laughs> it's like, you know. I guess the, the Jack PTSD thing was their saving grace for, versus that, you know, with the egg baby thing. So, yeah. And I'm happy for him because I really do think that Marlene and Daryl did a really good job. They, I... Their regime fell apart for me with their breakdowns. Like, if you look at Days and then you look at, like, GH, for instance, where everything is so seamless, 
you know, days can be so disjointed and, you know, I think they have really good overall stories, but their breakdowns just need serious help. And I think that really hurt them in the end, the pacing and the, you know, the slocky in and out that, you know, the scene, the stories that don't really have a theme, you know, an episode should have a theme, not just be like a bunch of puzzle pieces slung together and you know but that that being said those two people did herculean work to repair the years of damage i'm like why did dina higley get years to so dean wait a minute so dina does not get this emmy no that's daryl daryl okay. and marlene were the okay oh. of days i i don't know if dina was still on the writing team but no she you know that was daryl ray thompson or thomas whatever his name is and marlene mcpherson oh. Well, let's talk about directing. What? Jamie, what were your thoughts? My thought was that One Life to Live got robbed! Yes. <laughs> they got robbed. They got robbed. I don't care. Yes, I'm a fan boy for that show, but I'm a fan boy for what they deserved it. You know, I'm not mad that GH won, but I'm like, dang, you know, One Life just got shut plumb out. I am surprised because, you know, didn't last year Frank won this last year? Yeah. Uh, um, he, yeah. he he usually on the spot with Bella. See, this goes back to what we've been saying. They suck at picking reels. It's like y'all need someone stop picking these vanity pieces. Someone needs to go in there and say, "Look, I hear Frank. Nah, none of this." I uh, just hope that the the mantra needs to be for this next year: nothing yeah. involving Cardi Kate. I'm sorry. Oh. If they do, I'm taking my shoe off. Ooh. He's not going to have nothing to say to defend them if they pick anything involving that kind of Kate, the tomfoolery. Anything involving Maxie? Yeah, mm. man, I hate to say it, but yeah, Maxie's a little, she reads a little over the top. You know, I think Jen Lilly is a great little spunky actress, but she definitely screams soap actress <laughs> i mean it not in a, you know, i mean you know she's i think she would be i told jillian this james riley would have had a field day with jen lily he'd have made her into a superstar <laughs> talking to herself and stealing babies and shit all day long <laughs> too bad she wasn't there to be Teresa. uh no General because Hospital he took really out. looks like a Latina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but I'm saying. No, then why'd you say it? Why'd you say it? opposite of charity or any of those no, types. why'd you say it? Um, General Hospital won outstanding drama. <laughs> Reagan, thoughts? Didn't y'all like when Jill Foster Abbott came up there and got that award? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Entertainment Weekly! Um, I wasn't shocked. They, you know, I always say it's very rare that GH, when they do make it into the final, was it three for this category, that they do usually pull it out. Um, I didn't get to hear her speech. I was, <laughs> I was working last night and had the daytime Emmys on in a bar with a whole table full of guys looking at me like, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Isn't there like a baseball game on?" <laughs> And um, when I pulled it up on the DVR this morning, uh, apparently I didn't extend it for a few minutes. So I missed her speech. But um, yeah, I was not surprised. And I, you know, GH has been my show since I can remember watching soap operas. So she said, bitch, my name is Jill Farron Phelps. (laughs) 
honestly, I was just so thrilled that the Young and the Restless didn't win that mess. I, I just didn't care. I no, was. And while we're on the topic of Y&R for a second, um, Jillian, was it you or Mel who put this on Twitter? Or maybe I just read it somewhere else. But someone was worried about G.D. Cooper running away from an Indiana Jones boulder. That was <laughs> no, me. That was not me. That was me. Hilarious, Jillian. I have to compliment that you on that. That Oh, it wasn't you? Oh, I thought you said it was. Okay. It wasn't me. Stop tweet stalking. Get it right. <laughs> well, whoever put that on Twitter, it was hilarious because I had the visual of it all the rest of the evening. Okay, Jamie, what did you think of General Hospital winning? Uh, well, you know, it just gave me little flashbacks with... Uh, Jill got up there of that time when Bridget Dobson beat her on that stage to get that Emmy for Santa Barbara. But if that's on YouTube, is it on YouTube? It is, it is, um, you know, but no, there is no denying my feelings and history about Jill Farron Phelps. I mean, I think she brutalized daytime television for years, um, but I think... That being said, I think she's a good producer in terms of what a producer does. Making the show look good, making yeah. sure the music is done right. She's good at what she does. I, her casting decisions and things like that have always just, you know, boggled my mind. Um, but I think she's good at what she does. And, you know, I, I just thought it was kind of, it was very, it was one of the most real moments of the show. Because her emotions were very high. You know, yeah. she was she was being complimentary in terms of passing it on to Frank, but you know, you could tell she was a little choked up. Um, yeah. And and Jill is a survivor. I mean, she is the first to transition into doing this type of soap opera, the daily soap opera in primetime on Nick at Night at Hollywood Heights, which I'm enjoying. And that you know, I'm I, I see a lot of these comments. And they just they frustrate me because I don't think anybody could have ever been angrier at Jill Farron Phelps in the past as I was with what she did to another world. Yet I oh, see Lord. people that are like, I will not watch Hollywood Heights because of what she did. And I'm like, well, that's just damn silly. If you're a fan of continuing scripted drama, daily scripted drama, and we might get a chance to have one succeed in primetime, which could possibly lead, because Hollywood is co- full of copycats, to someone saying, hmm, maybe all my children could work for 80 and 80 episodes. So to say, to call yourself a soap fan and go, I am not going to watch Hollywood Heights because, she, well, ugh, well, hell, don't watch then. Well, quit That's saying fine. you're such a, quit, change your name from diehard soap fan 8275 to to bitter, to bitter one on one, because it's like I don't care what she did in the past. Hey, it's like Scarlett said in Gone with the Wind when they were asking her about why she doing business with the Yankees. The war is over. She got a daytime style soap opera in prime time, and I'm gonna support her ass. That's like someone saying, you know, when uh uh, what's the show called? When White, uh, not White, called when Royal Pains was coming back, someone tweeted to me, "I won't be oh, watching that no. because of Prospect Park." And I said, "Well, it's apples and oranges." Yeah, well, you know, you know how your girl did it. I was like, "Well, bitch, I didn't ask you that." I'm like, "That's one doesn't have anything to do with the other." And it's the oh, same Lord, thing. Are you that you cussing up? It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid. That is stupid. That's just like you know, people saying that about Hollywood Heights. You would swear that Jill, you know, that ABC said we get rid of these two and we gonna do Hollywood Heights with their money instead. That's the same thing 
it is silly. Yes. It's That's like and, and 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 those type of comments do not do anything to help soap fans look like we have any sense when you say stuff like that. I'm gonna boycott it because I'm mad at her because she like fired Nicholas. I'm like, okay, well that's just silly. If you really want the genre to continue, then that type of thinking is silly, 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 silly. Well, let's talk about a few other things about the big night. Um, Going around the circle, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit already, but what were your guys' thoughts on HLN's production of it? My only biggest, my, I only had two gripes, but in comparison to other years, they're nothing. The first was the music was enough to put you asleep. It was like being stuck in an elevator uh, with elevator horror movie music. It was just terrible. And then um, I don't know why they had that ugly background behind everybody when they were reading off the award presentations. But those are minor things. In comparison, I thought, hmm, this went off quite well. It was fairly on time. It went over a little bit, but still they kept it moving. The I would I wish that there had been some clips for the One Life to Live and All My Children um, presentations, and but other than that, I thought it was a, a solid performance in comparison to what we've seen the last two years. Uh, let's see here, Jillian, what did you think? Way to go, grinding like Kristen and fan. I'm like, get out of here. Um, I you know the let's see. Some of the mess I could have done, you know, without that black and white thing, that film noir, I guess. Mel, what you call that film noir? What you call that that, Mel? What would oh, you call that? Oh, I know what you're talking about. When they had the, the, the little black and white. I thought, I thought my TV picture tube was going out. <laughs> I know! You know, I'm like... Call it film noir, but you uh, know. Whatever, that foolishness. I didn't like it. And I sure as hell didn't like Maria. I'm pushing up boulders. I'm like, really? So you are the bandit who pushed that big ass no boulder on the Newman Ranch, huh? Really? I didn't like that. I got where fans were coming from with the whole where are the montages for One Life and All My Children, but I, you know. I thought it may have been a Prospect Park thing, but speaking to Jamie, Jamie was like, you know, maybe it was a time constraint thing. So I could feel it the time constraint thing. Me, I'm like, look, it was better than that guy in light montage, seeing them rolling around in pee pad. I like that better than that foolishness. Uh, I mean, ooh, I really didn't have too much of gripes about it. I could have done without that black and white thing because that could have been time well spent on something else. Instead of seeing everybody pat themselves on the back like they was doing something, you know, magnanimous versus the real people. But whatevs. I didn't really have a problem with that. Could have dealt with, you know, the lions and tigers and bears all up off the red carpet. That was crazy. I wasn't feeling that. They ain't gonna be happy until one of them damn animals I know. bite the shit out of somebody. Poe, Kate, Linda gonna be walking along, <laughs> la 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 la, and some of them animals gonna bite her ass, and it's gonna be a lawsuit. Because yeah. people are always trying to make animals docile. They are called wild animals for a reason, and yeah. that's why they get mad, and they bite the shit out of you like that, that tiger did, that sick breed. And like that man, like that, was, that, yeah, that, the chimp. No, that thing that stung, what's his name? You know, the, the stingray. They need to leave them animals alone. Well, the stingray jumped out of the water and stung him while he was in a boat. So that's kind of different, Jimmy. 
Get live. Get off back there, Bob. That's where that Stingray lived. That Stingray told me to tell you that's his house. Oh, my God. You were going to hell. Oh, oh my. Reagan, what, what are your thoughts on the show? Like I said earlier, overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought their the preview show, the Red Carpet show, was great. I thought they did a really good job with that. Um, I, the tribute could have been better. They could have done something better, even if they would have collected all the actors and actresses that were there from the two shows on stage and pulled, uh, 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 done something and said the the actors and actresses of One Life to Live and All My Children just to applaud them or something no. for all their years on on the screen did that anything they could have done something more than the three of them up there just just slapping their jaws anything (laughs) would have been better than what they did i get you but they did that with guiding light they all look lost see but i didn't mind the thing with guiding light my biggest thing about the guiding light one was the clip presentation i liked the the cast standing on stage but that's me mel well from a production standpoint it was from a production standpoint, it was a little little iffy, a little loosey-goosey. But to say they had three weeks to put it together, I think they did a decent job. I wasn't a big fan of we cut to someone and they're not ready for the shot. They're like, are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? I can't tell you how many times I saw that last night. It bothered me a lot or a lot of dead time. It just needed to be a little bit tighter. But like I said before, they had three weeks. They did the best they could do. And I'm... I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But, and now, as for the tribute, the One Life to Live, All My Children tribute, I know we all wanted clips because we love to see our scenes replayed, but let me tell y'all, beggars can't be choosers. I'm glad we got somebody up there to say, hey, One Life to Live, All My Children, we love you. You know, we spent all our time here. Thank you for everything we did. And they even mentioned As Well Turns and Gotten Light. So, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. Jamie? I feel like they could have done away with all that black and white bullshit, and that's where the time could have been spent to do an adequate montage over the history and iconic moments of those soap operas. No beggars can't be choosers, but if I got to hear Maria Bell compare herself to Atlas in the Greek myth, pushing boulders and and all this whatnot, and who shot John, then I can see a clip of Erica Kane and her bear and Reba baptizing herself to Slutter Springfield. (laughs) I think it was not too much to ask for me to see that. I do not want to hear Maria Arena, the socialite showrunner Bell, talking about pushing no damn boulder up. I feel like there's a... And how difficult it is to work. You get paid 40... You barely there. You barely there. I mean, get paid forty fucking thousand dollars a week to do that damn show, and you married to the money, and you sitting on here complaining. Shut up, Maria. And I think that it is a sad fact that she got to have her face up there next to Mama Agnes Nixon. That's the only one should have been in the black and white talking. (laughs) 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 That I enjoyed the show. 
Well, um, let's go before we move on to some topics from last week's soaps. Um, let's go around the circle real quick and just any final thoughts on the Emmys. And oh, Mel, I want to make sure what were the people's reactions in the live blog post from the, from what you read? Um, it was kind of mixed reactions, I would say. Most people were happy that we had a broadcast, but there was a lot of complaints about the music and um, dead time when I was talking about, but. I'm going to go pretty pretty mixed, but if I had to pick one, I, I say they were mostly positive, I guess. Okay. Jillian, final thoughts on the Emmys? They were cool. I was so glad it wasn't, you know, some showgirl flashing her boobies talking about, come visit Vegas. I was glad it wasn't none of that. Yeah. I mean, it really surprised me to see Tony. Oh, here we go. Call this man Tony Geary. Sorry. To the boat, y'all. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was really surprising when you see people like Eric Braden show up because you know he don't never show up unless it's something special. You know, that woman asked him about a honey badger. That was like, really? What the hell is a honey badger? I'm like Bob and Weave, girl. You don't know. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it for for the three weeks that they had to put it on, it was really good. I mean, I just imagined to myself what they could have done if they had, you know, a substantial amount of time. So it is what it is. So y'all need to... Or the cookies and water? Oh, God, the cookies and... See, you tweet stalking. You need to stop. Yeah. I didn't tweet stuff. Yeah, you tweet stalking. Get it right. Um, Yeah, that's the press room, and no one cares about the press room, so... You ain't got to say all that. But, I mean, it, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, HLN did a really good job. They, you know, they came there and they did their history on soaps. They did their history. CBS that airs the soaps really got some stuff wrong, you know, a couple years ago. Wayne Brady acting the plum fool, dissing, dissing Susan Lucci, and then throwing the writers under the bus who wrote the dialogue. So I was, I tipped my hat off to HLN. Reagan? final thought oh i thought some of the ladies looked pretty nice i loved elizabeth hendrickson i thought she looked oh, really yes pretty. she was yes. yeah she was i gorgeous. thought she looked really pretty i had a lot of people ask me who actually then started paying attention in the bar about chriselle staus who she was um i didn't know if it was a good or a bad thing but they asked me who she was i thought she looked pretty good um kim matula i liked her my favorite was jackson mckinnis ah! yeah. I loved her hair. I thought her hair was amazing. I'm so done with you right now. Goodbye. Stop talking about fashion. No. I liked Shelly Hannah's dress. When all four of them were up on stage together, the three of them just needed to take a step back, and Shelly Henning just needed to stand there. And I did like that whole format, too, where they had the younger actor and actresses nominees come up and um, award those awards. I thought that was pretty nifty. That was a little nice touch. But Jacqueline um, McKinnis would look like she had been playing with some kids. Like, she had been babysitting. And they, <laughs> they chewed up a bunch of Skittles and spit it all over her black dress. Well, I wasn't talking about her dress. I just loved her hair. Um, look at you back. Mel, did you have final thoughts? Um, uh, no, I don't. Okay. Jamie? My final thoughts is we got on the air again. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> Look, let us start the clock now to see who go. Look, will the game show network air it next year? Stay tuned. Um, let's, I well, want to know what the ratings are for this. I hope they did well. 
Jamie, um, you promised people in the comments that we were going to be discussing anal sex this in this episode. So what? I understand you're enjoying anal sex on the pod, on General Hospital. I'm going on mute. I do not want to talk about it. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought I meant for the next regular scheduled podcast. But yes, I like Luke and Anna. I think that it's they're intriguing. I think that it's a very cool situation. People who've been friends forever who suddenly find out they want to jump each other's bones. Um, I'm not an ageist like some on this panel, Luke, so I'm not going to be doing a bunch of... I don't want to see that. I don't want to see... Listen, I am not an ageist. I like David Canary and... Um... Dave or Adam and Crystal, and I liked and I liked. But Luke your, your and, um, comments tend to be with that. I don't want to see Luke pawing her. I didn't mind it when Luke and Tracy were doing it. Well, what's the difference? What is the difference? I think well, it's, it's why I wanted between the two of them is that the, the the what I enjoy about Tracy and Luke is the comedic aspect. I don't go to them for the sexual Luke aspect. And Anna, if people have sex after a certain age. I hope you you gonna be hoping somebody want to have sex with you when you as old as Luke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! If you see oh, my face, I'm still oh, stuck on the name. Do too, and I I think it's I think it's a great story. I I love the the vulnerability it's bringing out in Anna and Tracy because it's like you know they're at that age where it's like look we know from mistakes we know from you know doing it right doing it wrong and now it's like oh this is that you know like another shot at love in their you know older years I enjoy the story and for years people are like stories for the vet stories for the vet so we got one I I'm enjoying it I don't see. You know, I came in late on the Larry Flick podcast. I don't understand all the disgust about it. I think it's a cute story. I like uh, them together. I think it's a, I, I think it's like a cute it. little couple. Pairing. I'm still stuck on the squish thing because when you well, said anal, oh, I'm like, excuse me, I am not talking that, about that. That's what that's what that's the readers have called. Yeah, so, I need to come up with a new name. <laughs> Jillian, what are your thoughts on anal sex? Um, no, I'm no, sir. You better go to someone else because Miss Bo's youngest child is about to go plumb off on you. I'm not. Uh, uh-uh. uh. That's mm-mm. y'all need to come that's up with what a new the name. readers. Are y'all need to come up with a new damn name because that's <laughs> gross. It is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> It's terrible. It's worse than when people were calling them, uh, calling Jason and Elizabeth jizz. That's, this is even worse. That's kind of funny. Mel, are you pro or con anal sex? Um, Can can I be in the middle? Does that make it any better? Um, I mean. It depends on how good you can stretch them. Oh, no. Oh. Um, I don't. I don't completely dis- dislike them, but I don't love them. Like I, I kind of want Anna to hook up with John McBain. Another story, and and Luke can have Tracy because I'm okay with that too. So, either but way, you want Anna with John McBain? Yeah, they're, they'd be hot. Yeah, they'd be hot. Yeah, oh, they are dead together. But, but that, Sam, Sam, John, and Anna in a triangle. Oh, that would. Be I like. Awesome. But I like this way way to Jason. I'm cool. Oh, girls, sit down. Bye. <laughs> I am sick. They're called Lana from now on. I am not calling them by that squish name. Lana. Lana, Lana, Lana. That's what I'm calling them. Hell out of here. I love well, anal sex. No. The best ever. No. Celeb <laughs> <laughs> oh, was Jacqueline McKinnis was the worst trash. <laughs> 
Of course she is. I'm like, when Luke talked about that was his favorite. No, I like her. I really liked her hair. What was her, her hair? It was flat iron. I liked it. It was my favorite of anybody's hair, though I will it's say Christian Alfonso also looked That was the brother's hair show. Then, <laughs> then that would be cool. But we ain't talking about hair. Her dress looked like an atomic bomb in her. She had that bordello <laughs> hair. You know I hate when they do that high hair, that Thick, like, like a, a mess, as Melody Ackles would say, Ackles would say, a mess from the M to the S. That baby looked a mess. <laughs> she had Catherine Bach, poor thing. Catherine oh. looked a Ooh. mess. She looked a mess in that green tarp. Uh-huh. <laughs> was that a tarp? That's that a tarp. Oh, she was just gorgeous in that little slip dress. Channeled her in her. I thought she looked like it was sort of like a throwback to Michelle Pfeiffer in um in Scarface. Oh, they oh Celeb Buzz said she was worse dressed. Who? Elizabeth. Yes. Oh no, Elizabeth. Then yeah, that was yeah. They they off on that one. We'll have to. Yeah, we're gonna need to have a little conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, we would encourage you to comment on this episode at datetimeconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dcconfidential. Add us as a friend on Facebook. We thank you for listening. Until next time, and hopefully another Daytime Emmy next year. So long. Bye. Bye, y'all. Everybody get down!